0: Hello and welcome to Adventures in Venue Land, an EAMC podcast. This is your all-access pass to go backstage and behind the scenes with some of the brightest minds that cross the scope of the live entertainment industry.
1: I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Paul Hooper. We'll introduce you to some of our favorite people as we dive deep into the world of live touring shows and the venues that host them.
0: Hello, and welcome to a special detour episode of Adventures in Venue Land, an EAMC podcast. I'm Dave Rettelberger, and along with my co-host, Paul Hooper. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's a detour or a side trip, a a mini bonus episode, if you will, where we take a a single serving look at, at something fun in the live entertainment industry. Paul, will you introduce our guest today?
1: Yeah, we're here with Lindsay Jarody, who's uh, the production manager at Live Nation Midwest. But in honor of August being National Dog Month, uh, we're going to be talking with the production manager for Live Nation, (laughs) Bowie, who uh, also people might know as Backstage Bowie if people follow uh, her on Instagram. And she is... A dog who has been, you know, in many venues, met many artists, um, lots of great uh, photos with them. So welcome, Lindsay, and welcome Bowie.
2: Thank you. Hello.
0: Lindsay, how did, how did this all start? Tell us, tell us all about uh, Bowie and, and how she got involved with, with your day-to-day. Because I know a lot of folks out there listening have dogs that they would love to bring to work with them.
2: Absolutely. I had a rehearsal event with um jason aldean at the sprint center in kansas city a few years back and up until then bowie would come with me to the office now and again because live nation is pet friendly Uh, but i hadn't brought her to any events and i was going to be in kansas city i was living at st louis at the time going to be in kansas city for three or four days to do these rehearsals and i didn't have anyone who could take her and i couldn't get her back to minnesota to stay with my family which is what i often did on stadium runs or, or long runs of shows i'd bring her to minnesota So I asked the building and and I said, you know, I I don't have anyone who could take my dog. Is it okay?" And they said, well, we don't typically allow dogs in the building. However, we let artists bring dogs. If artists have dogs, we don't say no to them. So there are dogs on the event level sometimes. And he said, if there's any messes, you have to clean them up. And I was like, I'm not worried about that at all. She doesn't make messes. So that's fine. (laughs) And I was a little bit nervous, too, that the tour might, you know, be upset. Like, why is there a dog here? We're here for business. And uh, they loved it. They were so excited to have her there for those three days that after that experience, I thought, I think I need to always have her with me. And so I started bringing her to every single show with me unless um, now and again, if I'm at a building that I know there's no grass anywhere nearby, then I might not take her. But I would say she's with me 90% of the time.
1: And for those, uh, obviously, this is audio-only podcast. But Dave and I are watching Bowie get all the pets on the floor, and looks like just the goodest girl ever. Uh, getting
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about tell us about Bowie. What kind of what kind of dog and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah. So Bowie is an eight-year-old golden retriever and she is a female, which a lot of people, uh, I think sometimes dog size just makes people assume male. So a lot of people will call her a boy. So she's used to it, but <laughs> she is a female. Um, and she's just an extremely well-behaved, very smart dog. She, I get a lot of people who will make comments of, you trained her? <laughs> yes, I trained her <laughs> because she, she doesn't make noise. And even at venues, I will leave her with people all the time. Um, and I just say, don't worry, she knows where to find me. And then eventually she pops back into my office.
1: Yeah, oh, that's so sweet.
0: So you actually then uh, started doing this on the regular, right? And then tell us about creating the the Instagram account for Backstage Bowie.
2: Yeah, so I had actually had an account for her. I When I got her, I'm very obsessed with golden retrievers. So <laughs> I used to post a lot about her and I was like, okay, my Instagram is basically all about Bowie. And I'd heard a couple of people make a comment. I think there was someone who worked with Ticketmaster one time that was joking with me about it and like, oh, I hate when all people do is post about their dogs or whatever. And so (laughs) I thought, well, I'll make a separate account. That way the people who love dogs and want to see pictures of her can see pictures of her. And so I think at the time her name was like golden Bowie Ray or something just generic. And, and then once I started bringing her with me to shows that popped in my head of Backstage Bowie. And so I changed the name to Backstage Bowie. And what I try to always do is on each show I try to do a photo of the day. So her in front of something to remind remember of the day basically. And sometimes it gets too busy and I forget. Obviously Bowie's Instagram is not my priority on a show day. <laughs> um, but some show days are just so, you know, so smooth that you have lots of time to kind of wander around and find little photo ops. And and other times I I was actually telling an artist's wife this that um I'd done like three dates with them and I was kind of busy. It was the beginning of their tour and I didn't get around to getting any photos on a couple of those dates, but every time she'd be there, she would post a photo of Bowie and tag Bowie. So I told her, I was like, Hey, thank you for getting content for me.
0: Yes, (laughs) You've got some great, you know, she's got some, with a lot of the backstage welcomes, right? So there's some great stuff, but tell me about the picture with a ghost backstage with uh, at the ghost show yes
2: oh those guys were great so the band who's all anonymous like no one knows who these band members are they're the ghouls I believe they're referred to they were right next to my office and I wasn't in my normal office because they needed a lot of rooms on that tour and so they found a little corner for me but it happened to be right next to the band's office and so all day long they were just obsessed with her and every time I'd walk in the hall she's out there with like three or four of them circled around her petting her and and (laughs) she's kind of a little skittish now as she's getting older and it was so funny because this guy came fully dressed in costume just about to go on stage and came up to her and she's just giving him kisses and you know she immediately (laughs) knew who it was even though he was in costume because she'd spent the day with him and so it it ended up being a pretty cute photo and then I got two different like fan art submitted to her Facebook account through that people who took the picture of her and this ghoul and turned it into art. And I thought that was some of the coolest. There's been a couple of really cool experiences. And that was one of the top to see fan art of my dog.
0: How about Post Malone, right? Because it looks like like Post Malone and Bowie got to be good friends.
2: Yes. Yeah, that was a great one, too. So that was right before the pandemic. And um, that was actually also in Kansas City. So I had been chatting with his tour manager earlier in the day, Angie, and she had asked like, oh, you know, he loves dogs. Could I bring her back there? And I said, absolutely. If I'm not in my office, just grab her. She'll go with you. And so sure enough, I came back to my office at one point and Bowie was not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, and then all of a sudden she comes back and, and uh, Angie showed me the picture and she's like, you have to see this. It's so cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's wearing a golden retriever on his t-shirt. You couldn't have plan for a better photo op right <laughs> and i said i go i hate to do this because i've never done this but can i get that photo <laughs> mm. i was like i want to post it on her social so bad because i've never none of the photos that she has with anyone i've never asked for um it's always been someone on the tour that made me do it so I had sure. like the Backstreet Boys, the girl who ran those VIPs, I had met on the Halsey tour. So she already knew Bowie. And so she told me earlier in the day, hey, come here at seven o'clock. I had no idea what was going on at seven o'clock. And so she wanted to get a photo with the boys. And um, and so with this one, I actually did ask if I could get the photo. I wasn't in the room, didn't even know what happened. But once I saw it, I was like, that is the cutest photo. And so um, we went through all the right channels, got permission from the rest of the team that, you know, we weren't going to get in trouble if we posted it. But uh, I would say that's her most liked and most, um, when I meet people, the the picture they talk about the most. And he was so nice. So that was in Kansas City that the picture happened. And then two days later, we had him in St. Louis. And I wasn't running that show. I was actually at the show next door at our theater, but I stopped by to say hi to everyone because it was just a great crew. And uh, And so Bowie ended up hanging with him a little bit again later that day and he was just so appreciative and just so like you know some people will walk out of the room and be like thanks but the way he was like thank you so much for bringing her here for me it was just so sweet that he was Aww. just so appreciative and he ended up the funniest part of this is his tour manager now has a dog named Stony because of that experience because he wanted a dog on tour after meeting Bowie and so oh, I've, awesome. a couple of people have told me that and I've even talked to her once and she said that like, did you know that basically Stony is here because of Bowie? And I was like, I heard that. So that that was one of <laughs> a very cool thing as well. But they've got a golden doodle, I believe. Some, one that doesn't shed, which is very smart because a Forest shedding dog stuff, on a tour right? bus <laughs> sounds horrible.
1: I love that you brought up how appreciative he was. And I think any dog owners or people that have had dogs before understand kind of Not only what that relationship is like, but also what that can do to your psyche and what it can do to like your emotional state and just being able to pet a dog and relax at the end of the day is such this therapeutic kind of cathartic experience that uh, and I think. Pairing that with the live events industry, which we all know and anyone that works in it knows that it is the other extreme of that where you just have the craziest days sometimes and you know hopefully you do have every once in a while those days that are a little slower but uh, usually those are fewer and far between it's more so like running around running gun stress I've got to get this to this person so i'm I'm sure uh, that was something that you know, for the artists and for you, uh, having that dog there is just a nice a nice way to kind of balance out the rest of the madness of the day.
2: You know, it's it's amazing how it changes the entire energy of the day. That's the one thing I feel like I have an advantage maybe over some other <laughs> production people is that I do have boy there to calm people. I mean, I've seen people, crew members literally sitting in a hallway with her crying because uh, I found out for this specific one I'm thinking of that they had just lost someone close to them. And so just to be able to sit there and pet her was just what they needed. And I mean, I've had tour managers literally laying out on the floor in my office, like cuddling with her. Mm I had a production manager whose wife was allergic and he loved dogs, but couldn't have them. And so he spent a lot of time with her. (laughs) Um, But I even had an experience where our stage was not quite centered to the room like it was supposed to be when the tour walked in. And the production manager made a joke where he said, you're lucky you have Bowie here or I'd be yelling already. (laughs) 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 And, And although it was a joke, it's so true because I have watched how she changes people. it's, it's so fascinating yeah. to see I mean I've sat in I sat in a room of windows one time and she was in there and you would watch people walking up and you know they were tired, they were exhausted. they were maybe not excited about coming to work and then all of a sudden they would see her in the room and their whole face would lift and it was the most fascinating thing to sit and watch. I mean, it's so heartwarming to see how you know she can make such a huge impact on these people who are, it's a very exhausting life. It's very exhausting. It's very thankless most days. And so to see what she brings to them is amazing. It's my favorite part of the day.
0: I know she's got like some little headphones that she wears, right? So are there there any other uh, backs, what are your backstage, you know, pro tips for having, uh, having a dog backstage?
2: (laughs) Yes. You know, I wish I would have done it sooner. They're not, cheap. They're not that expensive, but they're not cheap. And so um, I put it off probably a little bit too long before I got them for her. But they're the ones I got were just off Amazon called Mutt Muffs. (laughs) (laughs) And they look almost like a wrestler's headset. So they strap on nice and tight. And uh, in that Hopefully helps with her ears a little bit. Um, luckily, it's muffled because we're usually backstage, but you never know when all of a sudden a soundtrack is going to start and you're crossing the, you know, <clears throat> crossing the bowl. So I like to try and keep those on her whenever we might be around music just to help her a little bit. But honestly, you know, just having that dog, It's amazing. Even how everyone, the amount of gifts this dog has been given, Crews, if they know she's going to be there, dog treats, toys. I mean, they've sent runners out and come back with bags full of dog toys for her. It's just, it's crazy. It's so funny.
1: You haven't had uh and this is maybe planning the idea you haven't had like a welcome cling for bowie yet right they need to feed some some future venue to figure <laughs> out where they're gonna put your desk and put a little cling on the wall and do like a little scaled down version of whatever the the welcome is and do a little <laughs> personalized bowie welcome
2: <laughs> yes I, I my venues have been so amazing with her i had you know, multiple um, Enterprise Center in St. Louis made her a dog bed with her name on it They from the, the oh, so shop. So it's like the hockey player jersey stuff it says Bowie on it. Um, I've had venues that have bought her dog beds. We had one venue that made her her own credential at one point for their venue. I didn't even have a credential um, yeah. for their venue, but she did. <laughs> so... Yeah, she gets. I was going to ask if
1: she has like a like a little uh, what do you call it a keychain or around her collar if she's got this kind of litany of uh, <laughs> all access passes from the various tours she's collected.
2: She does have a few. My favorite is um, the country ones. Now have started doing more like small miniature laminates for because a lot of them have their families out on the road with them. And so they've made them for basically dogs and kids. And so they're just these little mini laminates and she's got a couple of those and they're the (laughs) cutest thing.
1: Oh, that's so funny.
2: But she does have a bunch of credentials on her little dog travel bag that carries her food (laughs) and everything.
0: Lindsay, if somebody wants to follow along with your adventures or uh, Bowie's adventures, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, what are the social handles?
2: So Bowie is at backstage Bowie and she is only on Instagram. (laughs) That's enough. (laughs) That's enough. (laughs) One social (laughs) is plenty.
1: For now, for now. TikTok coming soon.
2: Yes. (laughs) um, And I am at Lindsay underscore Jardy on Instagram.
0: Well, Lindsay, we always have a blast with you at the the marketing conference and appreciate your help so much over the years there. And uh, I appreciate you making the time, you and Bowie both for making the time for us today.
2: Yes, absolutely. It's, it's been fun watching, uh, watching how she's changed my job for the better and, I would have to say that one of the coolest experiences, hands down, that we've had is last summer when um, we had Alanis Morissette Garbage opened and Shirley Manson dedicated a song to Bowie from the stage. No way! <laughs> yeah, It was so cool. I was sitting Probably in my office. Like, yeah, I was sitting <laughs> in my office. There's a few runners in there with me and the TV's always on with the live feed. So I know what's going on. And all of a sudden she says, this next song is dedicated to Bowie, the dog backstage. And all of our heads just whipped to the TV. Like, did we just hear that? (laughs) She gave a little speech about like how people should be more like Bowie and all this kind of stuff. And I happened to see her oh, after so the show Backstage and I saw her and I just smiled And I said that was the coolest thing that's ever Happened and she that's just goes, awesome. She goes she's the sweetest dog in the World and I was like we need yes. to
1: scour YouTube for that video
2: I know I asked the team at the amphitheater I said Is there any chance we record it and they were like No absolutely not and I was like yeah, yeah. that makes sense That's the
0: right answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On that note thanks to everyone for listening to This special detour episode of Adventures in Venue Land remember you can subscribe and find more episodes, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We'd love your five-star reviews so you can help others find us until the next adventure. I'm Dave Rattleberger,
1: And I'm Paul Hooper. Thanks for listening, everyone. Adventures in venue is a side project of the event and arena marketing conference. A nonprofit organization bringing together people in the field of live entertainment to discuss marketing, publicity, and sales trends. Find out more at eventarena Audio
2: editing and mixing by Camille Faulkner. Design and digital advertising by Megan Ebeck. Copywriting and publicity by Samantha Marker.
1: Guest booking and brand strategies by Paul Hooper. Guest research by Dave Redelberger. Marketing Strategies by Paul Hooper, Megan Ebeck, and Samantha Marker. Thanks for joining us. Until the next adventure.